0: Good morning. It's a fine day in the neighborhood as Mr. Rogers would say. Guess what we're doing today. We're going to cook some fatback gravy and biscuits. This is an old term fat back, but this is a uh, side meat, pork side meat if you want to look at it. It's like bacon, only it's salt cured instead of sugar cured. I'm going to turn the oven on I'll be right back. All right, I'm turning the oven on 500. What, 500? Yep, you heard me right, 500. That's what I cook my biscuits on. And we're gonna do something different today that most people don't do. We're gonna cook our meat in the oven. We're gonna cut it in little squares and cubes and put it in the oven. I take this pack here, See, you can see. Let me get it open. you can see. See this? A lot of people call it streaky meat because it's not just fat pork, but it's got some lean in it. I always take and cut it into about five strips. Then I'll half it. And half it. It's pretty tough, but it's easy to get to once you have it. Then, we take this and we put it on our little iron frying skillet We just go all around and fill the pan up. See how lean it is? Sometimes you really won't get enough grease out of this to make your gravy, so you have to add like a tablespoon or two of oil, but hopefully this will make enough today. See there, that's got a little fat on it. The fat, this this gives gravy such a good taste. A lot of people use, uh, they fry steak or chicken and they use that grease to make gravy. Some people put a little oil in the pan or a little uh, uh, butter and make their gravy, but it don't have as good a taste as if you cook meat like sausage or bacon. You can take bacon, fry it and use that grease. But this fat back makes such a good tasting gravy. I have a little lock and lock here that I keep my meat in when I'm ready, till I'm ready to use it again. It keeps it so fresh and some of them that I've had, look how lean it is. It's got a lot of lean to it, but you close it up. It'll keep in the refrigerator for a long time and you can use it over and over. When you're cooking, uh, green beans put you two or three pieces in it, or dried beans put you two or three pieces. It really seasons it well. The oven is hot and I'm gonna stick it in here I'm sorry the light's not on, but it's, it's burned out. We'll be back and look at it in just a second. While our uh, fat cooking, I'm gonna do some biscuits. I decided to do three cups of flour today. You see that pan, that's the one that we're gonna use. This is my, bed, my bread tray. This is the pan we're going to use. Let me tell you something about this, this is a cup of Crisco, it's a Crisco stick. If you wanna make, you can divide this, let me get my knife and I'll show you the easy way to do it. You see, you can divide this into four parts. That's, that's two parts, this would be three parts. You know, you can divide it four. Like one, two, three, One, two, three, four. And each part makes one cup of biscuits. One cup of flour, excuse me. So I'm doing three cups. So I'm gonna go one, two, three. What this amounts to is is three fourth cup of shortening. And I don't have to put my hands in it to measure it, but I just have this stick. I've cleansed my hands after dealing with the meat a while ago. So now I'm just going to work this in here. Just mash it around with the flour. Just incorporate it, you know, make it in little, pro- mash it to where it's just little pieces of, of shortening. Whoops, I'm getting it everywhere. Just stir it around. Now I can just make it, my biscuits, the old timey way in that little pan there, like my mom did, but because you friends who are watching want to know sort of the measurements, so I'm just measuring it out for you. Same process, either way. You see how the Crisco is breaking up into little pieces? Now you can use butter. If you don't want to use all Crisco, you can use a little bit of butter and a little bit of Crisco you can actually buy butter flavor Crisco. But this seems to work well for me, so that's what I'm doing. I'm now gonna spray the pan that we're gonna use with pan spray. And the buttermilk with one cup. I've already shaken it. Whoops! Oops. Boy, did I shake it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Don't you wish you were here in this mess? <laughs> Had the lid off is what happened. Starting off with a cup of milk. And you just start moving it around, mixing it up. I'm probably going to end up with a cup and a half because I don't usually do another half cup you just want enough to make it go together good I can tell it's a little dry now for three cups I used a cup and a half of milk and I'm gonna use I might as well use the rest of that milk I was gonna get a little water but this is like a not quite a fourth of a cup See how it comes together, and you just squeeze it with your hand to combine it. All right, it's still a little stiff, so what I'm gonna do is take just a drop of water to rinse my cup out. You see, I'm just rinsing out my cup. So add whatever you need to add to make it the right consistency. See how it's squeezing now? That's much better. clean my hands and then I'm gonna wash them and then we'll be right back to roll them out okay. In between check your meat to see how it's doing. Hold on let me pull it out and let you look. It's almost done look at it. See that? Now if you want to take a fork flip it over you can but just keep an eye on it you don't want it to burn. I decided to go ahead and flip the meat over but it's almost done, see? Especially if you see one that looks like it's still got a lot of lean on, I mean fat on it. Got that char on it. See there how it's doing? All right we'll be right back when it gets through I'll show you. All right let's look at our meat. See? It's done. here it is. And you just take your meat up like this. See it's like bacon but it's salt cured instead of sugar cured. And you can see it had hardly no grease in it so I'm gonna have to add grease to make our gravy. But what's in there will make it taste so so good. Look at it. Don't that look good? Look at this. There's not a whole lot of grease, see? So I'm gonna to have to add some in a little bit. But in the meantime, let's do our biscuits. I keep a little thing full of self-rising, by the way, that is self-rising flour. And I keep some in a little pan so that when I'm doing biscuits, or when I'm thickening something or flouring something, I just pull this little thing out instead of the other one. If you don't have one of these pastry pastry scrapers, they're really nice. Hopefully you have one. Sprinkle some flour on the outside. Get it on your hands and then just start rolling it around a little bit because you want it not to be sticky. Press it down, fold it one time. Press it down, fold it again. press it down one more time and I'm gonna put some flour under it so it won't stick when we are starting to cut our biscuits just press it down you can do it with a rolling pin if you'd rather but we're just gonna cut it I mean bash it with my hands in other words take your cutter go to the edge go to the edge A lot of people start cutting biscuits and they'll go here to start with. Well, look what you're wasting. Go to the edge, go as far as you can up so you don't have a lot of space between them. Make sure your biscuits touch like that because that'll help them to rise straight up. I'm gonna have to put it back together. See, it's not sticky. I think there's probably about a half inch there, don't you think? Dip it in your flour in between so it won't stick. You can just roll them like this. What's left? This is the way we used to do it when I was growing up. Then you take the back of your hand, put it in flour, and then you go. All the little fingerprints on there is what my mom always taught me to do. That's the way she did. As you can see this pan doesn't have enough grease, we're going to make our gravy. I'm going to put a couple of tablespoons at least of oil. May need more but we'll start with two. Remember I told you to save this little thing where you're making gravy? And you put at least two tablespoons in here. Brian, this is for you. Your mom said you wanted to learn how to make this gravy. So when you start to make it, I can see right now there's still not enough oil in there. So I'm gonna end up putting another tablespoon. So I put three tablespoons of oil in three tablespoons. I don't think I put the two tablespoons of flour so far. You just wanna eyeball it and see how much oil that you have or grease. And uh, see it's beginning to look better. And you cook this until it turns a light brown. I only put two tablespoons of flour, so now I'm gonna put a little bit more. That makes three tablespoons. You put enough flour to sort of make a paste, which is really a roux, like a roux. And see if it's like a paste. And you cook it till it gets that light color brown. Then we're going to put some. Now you can you you can make gravy just with water. You don't have to use milk. You can use milk. You can use evaporated milk. or you can use just water. But I like to use evaporated milk and water. I think it makes the gravy taste richer if you use some of the evaporated milk. When it gets brown enough, we'll add a half a can of milk and two cups of water to see what happens now let's see a lot of people say we call this gravy well some people call it white gravy some people call it country gravy some people call it cream gravy as a matter of fact in Texas that's what they call it cream gravy uh, sawmill gravy two horse gravy streaky meat gravy uh, fatback gravy uh, we're making fatback gravy my dad sometimes I think used to say two horse gravy or some sawmill gravy, I think he said two horse. He called me, he'd say, what you doing? I said, well, I'm doing this, doing that. He says, why don't you come up here? And he said, we'll knock the egg in the head and have breakfast. I said, okay, I'll be right there. I miss those days. You can go ahead and add a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper. Later on, we'll taste it to see if I put enough. And if I didn't, then we'll add more. Shirley in Canada, our friend, and Kathy, I don't th- I'm not sure, Kathy, where you're from, but anyway, this is a video I hope you'll enjoy and that you'll try. And if you can't find the fat back there, Shirley, you can just use, fry your piece of chicken or a piece of cube steak, or you can use bacon to make your grease. You just want to give the grease some flavor before you make your gravy, okay? All right, when it gets brown, we'll be right back. We're looking good, but not quite ready. All right, I think our roux is about brown enough, see? I'm gonna put two cups of water. Now, you know, you might have to add more water. I'm gonna put a half a can of evaporated milk. I'm just gonna eyeball it. I think that's about right. And we'll let this continue to get thick. Just stir with your whisk or whisk it. You know, some people just use butter or oil to make their gravy, but it doesn't have that rich flavor like you if you've cooked some kind of meat, you know, have some of that, those particles on the bottom of your pan. It really makes it taste better. All right, I'll be back. when I'll show you when it thickens. See how pretty they are? You don't want to get them too brown because that way if you have some left, you can reheat them later and enjoy them. Taste to see if I need to add salt. It needs a little bit more salt. Tasting good though. Just sprinkle a little bit. A little bit more pepper. See how thick it's getting? So I'm probably going to end up adding a little more water. See there how quickly it got thick? Adding about a cup of water. See when you first saw that you didn't think it would take that much water but it does. And like I said some people do all water they don't put any milk. But I like that richness of the canned milk or regular sweet milk in the refrigerator. Now that's done. It's thick creamy, it will get a little thicker, as it said. So that's why you don't want it too thick when you take it up. Now, Matthew likes to put smoked paprika, seasoning salt. He tries to up the taste of the flavor a little bit, but today we just made it simple. And now we're gonna do some scrambled eggs with cheese because that's what we decided we wanted. Okay, we're gonna put a little bit of olive oil. Not much. And just a little tan of butter. Maybe a tablespoon. You really don't have to put that much, but we'll put it in. No, that's a little much. Let's just do a little bit of butter. Turn it down a little bit. And I've got six eggs here. I'm going to put about, I don't know, a tablespoon of water to make it light and fluffy. Put some salt, pepper. I'm holding my pan up, because I don't want it to get too hot before I get the eggs in there. The more you whip them, the lighter they'll be. Now I've got to wash out my bowl so we can put them back in there. to cook just push it to the side got to turn it back up it's not quite as hot as I want it to be see how it's beginning to cook on the bottom I have a robot vacuum in the floor do you hear it he's all over my feet right now taking that little dab of butter that I had left over and putting it on top of the biscuits. Don't they look good? Mm, can't wait. Just took a, See it's almost done. drying out on the bottom. Just another minute or two and it's ready. I'm gonna sprinkle some cheese on it so it'll incorporate and melt. Uh-uh. Don't that look good? I like mine done. I don't like them running. I don't know how you are. Do it the way you like it. Looks pretty good, doesn't it? If you want to garnish it with a little bit more cheese, you can. Here's the biscuit. I'm going to open it up. See how nicely it stays together. Then I'm going to put gravy on it. I'm going to put lots of gravy. I love gravy on biscuits. And this is uh, give me that pepper. I like to put a little pepper on top. You know what's good with this? Sliced cantaloupe, sliced tomatoes. I just don't have the cantaloupe this morning. I do have tomatoes, but we've got so much, I'm just not going to cut them. It's really good with a gravy biscuit. All right, we'll give it a run here. We've got a our biscuit, our fat back, our gravy. Let's look at it again before you take and it. And cheese eggs. How did you put your fat back? I just laid one on there. And then put your gravy? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever suits you. That's right. Good gravy, that's delicious. (laughs) Hope you all enjoy it. Try it at home. Yay! Try it soon. I really made this recipe for my great-nephew, Brian Knighton. By the way, he is a great-nephew. But, Brian, you'll be able to make this now. If you have any questions, you just call me. Love you.